This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win... Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com The pensioners are back but with no walking sticks in sight. They're carefree wherever they may be. They're the famous CFC. Blue is their colour and football is their game. If you come to Stamford Bridge, you'll remember their name. It's the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport. This is Love Sport Radio with your London football fans. It would have been spooky. I'm so sorry. I do apologise. I didn't realise. Darling, the microphone is... You're in the gaffer's chair tonight. You're in the gaffer's chair tonight. And and Clayton and I almost wore the same thing. That was all we were just remarking. It would have been a fashion faux pas. No, it would have been... A fox pass. It would have been... A fox pass. No, it would have been your pass. It would have been perfect. 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 It would have been very scary for Aaron looking at us two in, in that slimline, slimline top. Slimline, yes, yes, in our sports gear. Anyway, hello. Have you gone to play crockwit lately? <laughs> Look like a crockwit. Crockwit. Sorry, I've interrupted your saying hello. Hello, yeah. everybody. Hello, everybody. Friday hello, night. No chidge tonight. It's no. just me and Clayton. You sound very um, bunged up, nasally. Yeah, funnily enough. Hmm, I wonder where I got that from. Shouldn't come trying to give me a kiss and all that. <laughs> you weirdo. That's what he tries to do every week. Just cuddle me and stuff. I don't it's know why. because we love you, Adam. It's because we love you. Clear ton beer in mine in the corner. <laughs> Sorry, let me introduce this properly. Four minutes past seven across the capital. This is Love Sport Radio with your Chelsea fan cast. <laughs> Hey! 
that's Jonathan Kidd over there. You might as well, you're going to recognise him anyway. Uh, Clear Tom Beerman is in the building as well. Good to have you back with us, pal. Yeah, it's good to be back, mate. Another good day in the big smoke. Oh, fantastic. Yeah? Yeah, they're all good. Chelsea! You, all good. you look you look suitably good. delighted. Yeah, I look suitably Chelsea. good. Chelsea! Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, None of this, we hate to... We hate the Spurs. What is that? Cl- what's this clicking you're doing? I'm clicking the fingers. You look like Manuel from. Um, oh, that's poor. Forty Towers. I worked with him. I worked with him, Andrew. Poor. Nice chap. Very good. Actor. Did you? Yeah. I know nothing. Yeah. Very good. Anyway, he wasn't Spanish, you know? You no, I know he was. He was from. Um, he was from Swanage. Hello. <laughs> from Swanage. <laughs> I'm from Swanage. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. Uh, we're talking all things Chelsea this evening. We'd love to have your company. Plenty on the way. We're yeah, looking back phone. at the game. Please phone everybody. Please. Looking back at the game against uh, Huddersfield Town. Looking ahead to the game against Manchester City. Who made that noise? Me. I'm scared. I'm scared of Manchester. You sound like you know you know foxes in the night. They do. They do. They. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. Okay. Was but I wasn't with, doing that. It was touch of the mouse, wasn't it? There was a touch of mouse in that as well. Eek eek. <laughs> as long as there's no sausage in it, it's all good. No, no sausage in it. Um, no. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to be looking back at the game against Huddersfield Town. Uh, a great result. I I predicted it. I met a Chelsea fan of mine, uh, a Chelsea Chelsea fan friend of mine after the show, and he was like, Nah, nah, something not right. I was like, Come on, come on. It's Huddersfield. Come on, you know. But I, I think, I don't know, but I think two people in the studio last Friday night, well, you predicted a victory, didn't you? Chidge thought it was going to be nil-nil. I said they were going to I predicted... Uh, you 3-0. Three 3-0, nil. Three nil, I said. I predicted a victory. I predict a riot. Well, we didn't know that, that um, we didn't know that your man, Higgy, mm. Higgs Boson... The Higmeister. Um, the Higmeister. The Higatola. The Hig, yeah. The, the yeah, what? Yeah. 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 <laughs> what? Goni, Goni, Gonzalo. Um, what, what does he call him? The, the Infernal Goal Machine, as the he calls him. Infernal Goal Machine, Yeah, yes. he calls him. Uh, where the, that he would... Um, Be do, on fire. ...do his thing. But I haven't said that. I just said, if he starts playing, then... Uh, Hazard will play better. I said that. I've said all of this. He's, you you know, can he's only, the man. You can only play what's put in front of you, but they were very poor. They were poor. Uh, As I've mentioned on several occasions, they were poor. They were poor, but yeah. we played very well, I thought. Yeah, there particularly the first, first 25 minutes, played to the Sarri plan. Mm. Very interesting. It worked really well. It's funny what happens when you have a striker, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. Very weird. Yeah. yeah. Very weird. Yeah. Who would have thought, eh? Who would have thought, Aaron? Who would have thought? thought, thought I tell you what, though, Huddersfield yeah. were poor. Yeah, they were poor. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were poor. They were there for the taking, I think, is the expression. But um, nonetheless, as a as a as a, a, a process, as a means to an end, it seemed to fulfil its requirements, didn't it? And, uh, in the league, was that the first time we scored more than three goals since November? So that was all since that November eighteen seventy two. Eighteen seventy two. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, we weren't even formed as a team. Toll yeah. puddle, toll puddle martyrs. Were they involved? <laughs> were they at the ground that day? Yeah, I think the uh, the lurkers were involved. <laughs> the lurkers. Uh, yeah, goals from Higuain, Hazard and David Luiz saw Chelsea beat Huddersfield by five goals to nil. Third uh, goal from a corner in about 215 attempts, I yes. think. Yeah. Well, good little ratio you've got going there. Yeah, Maurizio Sarri uh, has said following that when he wants consistency from Chelsea. So a little bit later on we're going to be talking about Chelsea being consistently inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing we are consistent in. Or inconsistently consistent. No, you lost no, me there. No, 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 that doesn't no, work. You've got it wrong way round. Oh, okay, consistently okay. inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> 
wrong way around. Uh, plus, we've got the uh, the quiz ahead of this weekend's fixture. Quiz. We're asking um, who has played for both Chelsea and Manchester. Have we, have we got a jingle for the quiz? Have we got a jingle for the quiz? No. Ba, 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 ba. Can, can I can I just the tell, quiz? Can I just tell you that the Chidge the Chidge Meister the Chidgeatola yeah the Chidgeatini Chidgeatini yeah he has found nineteen. I've got nine. So if anybody else Oh that's good. I love this. I love this. Austin Powers. So basically 19, we've got 19, but people, if they could tweet in their... Uh, they're going to tweet, they can't tweet the Chelsea fan At Love Sport Radio. Well, they, can, they can tweet they can the tweet Chelsea, Chelsea fancast. fancast because I will look at the Chelsea fancast <laughs> on my, on my Actually, Twitter. Are you taking over as the quiz arbiter, the quiz inquisitor? Is it you now taking it over? Well, you can do it if you no, want. No, no, no. no, no. You you're got, the, man, no, you're the man with the Chelsea fancast uh, with the app that allows you to get access to Appage. it. Appage? The Appage. No, yeah. I've just basically got Twitter. But I feel... Everybody okay. else have got Twitter. Okay, I feel okay. you so, should do it. Tweet goalie five nine, perfect at goalie five nine yeah. as well or as at Love Sport Radio, or, uh, Love Sport Radio, or yeah. at Jonathan Kidd, Kid with a Y, K Y D D Y, not K Y D D Y. That would be Kiddy, which BBC I'm not. BBC Sport, yeah. you know, whatever you want to tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tweet, <laughs> tweet anybody. At, tweet Paddy if you want. Tweet yeah. Paddy. Tweet Paddy. You know. Yeah. yeah. At Tweet yeah. Paddy. I don't know at what it is. Tweet Paddy. Yeah. Is, is, that is. But anyway, tweet, yeah, tweet us your former. Former. Uh, Should we give them a yeah, hint of how many? Did we are told them how many there no, are? No, I didn't mention no, that. No, I'm setting you up again. There's no, 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 19. Really? I didn't know that. How for many, that, for how those many people of a certain age. Yeah. No, no, I know 19. that from Phoenix Knights. Yeah. No, 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 19. It's Paul. No, 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 no. Martin Castle, who is a Chelsea fan. Indeed he is. Yes, he is. Thank Indeed. you. Indeed. Ha, 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 I have ha, ha, one already in me, uh, in me noggin. Go on. Yeah. I'm not going to take that. Gonna, no, don't say it. I'm not going to see it all late. Don't say it. Absolutely. How many are there? Quite poor. Ten plus nine. Aye, you hot. Right. What we're going to do next? We're going to get Ollie Harbord on the line. He's from Football London, oh, and he is going to give us the press. We're not worthy. Report. We're not worthy. This is Love Sport. Love Sport. Like people could see what goes on during the breaks down there. It's, it's, it's world class. It really is world class. I have class. to say, He's doing Pete Townsend. I have He's to doing say, his having listened to the podcast from last week, I'm loving the music. The music. Is Paddy's so really good. stepped up his game, you know. It's so good. I'll tell you something. He's really stepped up his game. He's, he's dusted off those seven inches. I have to say, yeah. we're listening to the station. The station. And especially in the morning. Especially with in the, morning. Um, the comedy. Stony. Stone. When the squeeze song starts, and I get so excited, and then there's no lyric. I just, I don't know. Is that well, supposed to sing along? Paddy, do you have to pay for the lyric? Well, if you ask Paddy, he, he might, if you ask Paddy, you might do your request a little bit later on. Isn't that right, Pads? Do your request if you want. I'll give you a shout out on the radio. Um, let's talk to uh, Ollie Harbord. He is world class. He's from Football London, and he is here to talk to us about Maurizio Sarri. How are you, Ollie? Very good, mate. Yeah, not bad. Good to have you on board with us. Now I'm going to start off with my uh, traditional question: <laughs> What was Sari's vibe today? Um, a little bit 
down, really, actually, I've got to say. It wasn't it wasn't the most jolly I've seen him at a press conference. Uh, it was quite a short one as well. Uh, it didn't give too much away, obviously. There were the obvious questions about uh, Higuain and, and Hazard as well about his future. Um, as far as injury news goes, it was, it was pretty good news, to be honest. Only Cahill had a little back injury from a couple of days ago. Uh, Hudson Adoy had some fever, as Sari said, but they're both back in training. So apart from that, everyone's raring to go for Sunday. Um, but yeah, for some reason, his, his mood was a little bit down. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure why. Did he have a cold, do you think? <laughs> So, Ollie, um, one of the things that Conte did, which I think really hacked people off during his last season, was when he was asked whether we could win the league, he sort of poo pooed it and I see that Sarri's done it today. Now, I know that Sarri is basically... I don't know where the question came from. Was it because Pep said that everybody down to about 13, he thought, could win the league? But <laughs> it was a bit ridiculous. But did somebody ask him about that? Because uh, I don't know where Pep said that us and Man U could still win the league as well as Liverpool and Tottenham. So is that why, where Sarri... Was he answering a question about that? or? Yeah, absolutely. It was it was basically to do with what Pep had said and the fact that if Chelsea win on Sunday, I think they go nine points behind with a game in hand as well. So if they won that, they'd technically be six points behind uh, on an even kill. So ooh, I think that's, that's where it came from. Um, you know, I think if, if we're all realistic, we probably don't expect it to happen this season. Uh, Chelsea have still got a lot to play for, which is still quite exciting. But as far as the Premier League title goes, I mean, it's quite interesting what Sarri says, actually. He's, he's, he's done this a couple of times. He, he's failed to mention Spurs when it comes to winning the Premier League title. He's constantly said that City and Liverpool are the two teams above everyone else and that everyone else is, is playing for the top four. Um, he's, you know, he, whether it's just playing down that to take some pressure off, I think if, if we're all realistic, though, we probably have to say this season it isn't going to happen. Um, but Pep was making the point that, you know, 39 games, for, 39 points to go, sorry. Uh, if, if Chelsea can get a good run together, then, then they can maybe mount a challenge. That's what Pep was saying, anyway. 1954-55, Ted Drake was asked the same question and um, he said, no, not a chance and, uh, and we won it. So oh, there you go. I mean, stranger things have happened, but I mean, you know, it's Liverpool on a little bit of a dip at the moment, but uh, you probably have to think it's City are going to be the ones that capitalise on that, maybe. So, I mean, I, did, I didn't see the conference. I ju- just read a, a couple of things about it. I mean, was he asked about what sort of approach um, he was going to take? Um, I think did he, he said he thought we were a bit lucky um, when we beat them at home, which I think I think is pretty honest of him. And I think we were lucky and to, to be certainly to go in one up a half time was quite funny. But we played very well yeah. in the second half in the home game. So he, did he sort of give any hint as to how we'd line up or his approach? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, he was sort of, when he was saying about the lucky, he was more, as you just said there, he said they were lucky to go in 1-0 ahead at the break because, you know, if you remember the game, City were completely on top for, for the majority oh. of the game. Somehow, Kante... I don't know how they failed to score, yeah. 
Yeah, it was it was. Well, it was very odd because they played. A, I remember they played a Fox Nine like we did as well. Raheem Sterling was playing up front, and it didn't quite work. Especially when you think about the times that Sterling has ripped Alonso apart. Uh, you would have thought he would have started on that. On the plane, wing, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and so you know, as when Chelsea did Fox Nine as well, and, and then Kante popped up. And I think to be fair, so he did say at the end of the day they did deserve it because they defended very very well, and in the second half, as you say. Oli, do you think um, they're I actually think... a very good defensive side, Chelsea, because they learnt so much under Conte and that that is their default, that is what they would like to play? Because I found the, the defensive performance against City to suddenly they seem to be able to do that really well. Um, uh, oh, no, it was early on in Sarri's reign. But um, is, is this one of the problems, do you think, that he's having, is that they're so used to playing... Uh, counter-attacking football that uh, that's why he's got this specific thing about their supposed mentality because I, I wouldn't be surprised if the same thing happens tomorrow that they defend really well and then break and score a goal well I think you're right JK I think you're absolutely right I think he, he made that point today about the fact that you know he kind of gave the impression that, that he's not expecting to have much of the ball tomorrow that um, you know City are very dominant at home a lot of the time and that he said that they're going to have to play very fast football on the break. I think that's that's generally the idea. You know, he said that they're going to have to defend just as well as they did against City. I think you remember that David Luiz had an absolute storm. Stormer. Game. Well, that's why I think because yeah, he, he's, that's the thing about him, isn't it? As a player, is he seems to rise to the occasion. He's a big where, game player. Yeah, yeah whereas you know, against yeah, yeah. Bournemouth, we do, he takes his eye off the ball, doesn't he? So, yeah. and and also you have to remember as well when he's not asked to play high up the pitch, he's a much much better player as well because he doesn't have that recovery pace. And down that left flank is. Chelsea yeah. has been yeah. ripped apart several times with Alonso and, and Luis who aren't necessarily the quickest um, so no. I think if they're having to play a bit deeper I think that might suit Chelsea a bit more um, you know I still think he's not going to go to the fourth nine I, I would expect Higuain to start uh, on Sunday especially after his couple of goals because you know having that target man there and, and a guy of his quality when it comes to finishing is pretty crucial especially if you're not going to get many chances in the game which I kind of expect is going to happen I'm, I'm hoping it won't be anything like last year when, when Chelsea went up to the 80 had but I'm not expecting oh, that was, a great that was, amount of Chelsea. That was one of the great lows wasn't it Ollie? that last year my goodness. Oh it was and I, I don't know if you remember that video that went round when they were only 1-0 down and yet they were just walking instead yeah. of actually trying to close down possession I think it was Fabregas. Yeah, it was that that one, yeah. Is it Silva just holds the ball stands with his foot on yeah. the ball yeah. and Fabregas does yeah. nothing yeah. Just, will for stay good, with for me for the yeah, it, it will stay with me for the rest watch. of my life, that image. It really will. Yeah, I, that, I, was I think that... Aghast from an outside it. point of view, I think that was the, the moment where Chelsea fans really gave up on what Conte... Uh, they started to believe that the players did not believe in what Conte was really doing because there was just no ambition there, no approach whatsoever. So hopefully if they do a lot better than that this time around. Well, that, that game sticks in my mind for two things. One, it was... I mean, Conte just lost, I think, all the fans were it was inexcusable that you had hundreds of millions of pounds worth of talent on that pitch and they didn't do anything I remember the ball sailing over Hazard's head on various mm-hmm. occasions his yeah. body language absolutely stunk during that game um, yeah. but then I also remember that we hit the post right at the end and we could have actually made it one all which would have justified, would justified everything yeah. for him so uh, yeah, but yeah. hopefully it won't mean anything I, I mean uh, without being flippant um, I saw somebody on Twitter pretty recently um, was complaining about Sarri's appearance again and I was just wondering when we play in the cup final next weekend um, do you think he'll actually have a cup final suit? (laughs) 
<laughs> Funny enough, I actually mentioned this. On, uh, I was sitting next to Rias from the Daily Mail uh, at the weekend. Uh, he pointed out again that he's, he's probably the worst dressed manager in the Premier League. I have Whether it's like you get <laughs> but <laughs> I think it's design, yeah, they're designer pyjamas, Ollie. Aren't no, they? it's 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 <laughs> like a baseball style shirt. You know, you know, yeah, like you know, like you get in America. I love it. And I his wife has stitched on a Chelsea bag. He lit, well, yeah. It, I mean, I wish they made it available to buy because it looks like he looks like my granddad. He, that's what my my granddad used to wear like baseball style shirts because they're really you know like proper like comfy like warm ones. Yeah, and you can get the trousers on really quickly as well because they're just they're elasticated, aren't they? <laughs> exactly. That's that aspect of it as well. Exactly. Yeah. But, but to answer your question, I think no, I, I really don't see him wearing a suit at all. I think part of it's probably he's, he's quite a superstitious guy. I believe that's one of the reasons as well why he likes to train on the, on the day of matches um, because of his superstition. I, I think that him wearing his outfit, being comfortable and doing all that is, is one of the reasons. So, yeah, I really don't see him uh, <laughs> rocking up in a suit on the sidelines. I can't imagine anyone. Um, was there much chat? Did anyone sort of ask about uh, Eden Hazard? Yeah, there was obviously, um, you know, there was these comments that came out, but uh, JK and I had a discussion on Twitter about this, actually, yeah, <laughs> about when the comments were made. Obviously, they were made a couple of months ago, but they were only released this week as part of a preview with uh, French uh, RMC Sports. Um, and, yeah, he was asked it again, and, and to be honest, he, he just said what he said all along before, that he talks to Eden every day, but he only talks about him, about what's happening on the pitch, where he wants him to be. Uh, and he just says, you know, he, of course he wants him to stay. He thinks he's the best player in Europe, is the way he put it, or the best winger in Europe, at least. And that he, you know, but he did say that Hazard just has to be happy. Uh, he was uplifted by playing with Higuain, I tell you that. He really looked um, uh, on fire in the Huddersfield game. Once again, I know it was Huddersfield, but he really looked as if he was creating a relationship with him. It, it must, you know, if you're playing with with a, with a top striker and you're thinking, my goodness, we actually might score a few goals now. It must, he must suddenly raise his abilities. It may raise yeah. his enthusiasm, mustn't it? You know. Absolutely, it was just nice to see a striker get ball the edge of the box and instead of trying to play another pass. Yeah. actually just take a shot. I, mean, <laughs> I know it took a bit of a deflection that last goal, but, you know, it still was, was great to see that confidence. And, and in Higuain, I do believe he's got a technically good player who won't fall on the floor every five minutes and who will actually link up well but also take his chances. And I think that's just what, what Chelsea have lacked, really, since, since Costa. But I think that aspect of just having, having a dip is quite phenomenal, actually. You just think... I thought everybody want, who was a striker wanted to do that. He just has a sight of goal and has a go. You know, it's, yeah, it's what... It's what Harry Kane does, and Harry Kane, yeah, yeah. Harry Dane, Kane does it whenever he falls over. He's falling over. He has a go, and the ball occasionally goes in the net because nobody's expecting yeah. it. It's just it's, yeah, it's basic strike. The very fact that Morata never wanted to do it was just completely beyond me. He seemed to completely lose confidence. Oh, but we won't go into. It's that good anymore. to see that his magic touch um, is working at Atletico, <laughs> who lost their first game in nineteen after he made his debut. Yeah. Very yeah, sad. That, that was uh, quite quite funny for a lot of times. <laughs> Ollie, how do you see uh, the game this weekend, going, pal? Um, I've got to say, it's going to be a tough one. I think I, I just really think it all comes down to the Chelsea team that turns up on the day. You know, the last time they had a week off and was able to train, they they put in that performance against Arsenal, especially in the first half, which was absolutely atrocious. So they can't do anything similar to that. Otherwise, they're going to get wiped. Um, you know, I think that 
if they can just put in the defensive performance they did in the first game, I really think they can come out with something, you know, with a point at least. And I think if Chelsea do go away from the Etihad with a point, it's probably going to be a, a happy day, you have to say. So um, I'm going to go with, with a one-all draw uh, and hope for the best. That's what I said, Ollie. Thank you. Top no, class. Oh, thank top, you. top well class as ever, Ollie. Thank you, thank you. Brilliant, brilliant. So always. much for joining Cheers, us on the Arbor there from football.london with us here on Nuffs. Well, tonight, Aston Villa take on Sheffield United in the Championship. We'll keep you up to date with everything that goes on there from Villa Park. This is Love Sport. Words of Morrissey, Paddy, you've made a happy man very old. Man of real. It's claimed. No, I'm just very old. <laughs> and very happy. Thank you very much. There you Paddy. go. Thank you for playing what a this one. Top, top you, track. You're a fan of this one, aren't you? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There you go. He's had his request played out on the radio. Yes. Um, yeah, we're talking all things Chelsea this evening. We love your calls. 0208 70 25 58. Um, call us, please. So, going back to Huddersfield. Yeah, Huddersfield. So, Higuan. Is that how you pronounce Higgy. it? Higgy. Higuain. Wayne. I said after the game yes. that it was the most reminiscent, or that was the most lethal striker of a ball I've seen since Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Yeah, I mentioned him as well, very yeah. similar. I know, I, you know, I know you did on, on Monday night, yeah, and I yeah. just basically thought that, apart from anything else, it was instinctive. It was, it was, it was like Costa, that, you know, the minute that the ball was played through to him for his first goal, it was, it was in the back of the net. He didn't, there was no he didn't hesitation. Need to, he didn't need to look at anything. Dink. Yeah. If that would have been Alvaro, he would have stopped, he would have turned, he would have He'd done have tried over, to chip it over the goalkeeper. he would have lost the ball. The second goal, I didn't realise there was a deflection. It was oh, yeah, a yeah. very, very slight deflection, but it was a deflection. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the fact that we have somebody who's actually willing to hit the ball from outside the area is fantastic. Yeah. And he really looked up for it. So, be interesting, because I think the whole thing about... Sunday is service and whether we can get the ball to him. When we play the better teams, they don't close us down and try and you know, the banks of four aren't there. So there's always a chance up against City, but it's just a question of actually getting the ball off them, which might not be I th- I as it was, easy. It was damning that um, after the Bournemouth defeat, Bournemouth lost to Cardiff, um, which uh, spoke volumes, really, that uh, Completely. we could Completely. not cope with the uh, the banks of four, yet, uh, uh, mind you, um, Huddersfield didn't have a bank of anything, did they? So, uh, but, but the point is that, um, I can't remember, I heard this week, but apparently Bournemouth have... Bournemouth's change in fortune has happened since they dropped Begovic. And yeah, no. I, I, I think I mentioned that last week about how they dropped Begovic. They brought in Arta Boric. Who's 93. He's 93 or something yeah. Around, yeah. around that age. Age question mark. Yeah. And he produced more saves in one half than Begovic had in like his past four games or something yeah. like that. I heard that status. Uh, and so, because... 
thing is with Bournemouth's game, first half we were right. Second half we just didn't come out of the dressing room, which no. was a bit of a shame. Well, we, no, we almost did. It was just it, the heads went completely down when after the uh, the fast. It was of, cold, um, and it was. It was. <laughs> I was very. I was cold in my sitting room. I had to have the fire. Very on. Yeah, yeah. It was very cold. It was very cold. So yeah, no, and, and the other thing that was um, I thought from the Huddersfield game, which was incredibly encouraging, was Ross Barkley. I thought he played really well. Well, I he thought, played much further forward. Yeah, I thought he played like. Ross Barkley, yeah. rather than sideways, than, than, sideways. Than a sideways cog in a sideways wheel. Yeah. yeah. So it was all very encouraging, I thought. Um, Did I you s- think that Emerson would play instead of um, No, Alonso I, that I just basically think that... I just thought that after that defence had basically had one change and then they let in more goals or the, the heaviest defeat for 4,000 years yeah. and it was obvious that somebody was going to be sacrificed. Rudiger was injured, wasn't he, on Saturday? I thought Christensen played very well, though. Yeah. I thought, in fact, Christensen seems to fit Sarri slightly better than Rudiger, which I thought was ominous, but let's see what happens tomorrow. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I, Sunday, sorry. Yeah. yeah, I mean, ultimately, I don't know what's going to happen because we don't know whether Louise is going to stay in the summer yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, because of the contract situation. Um, yeah, so that was... Um, it was encouraging on Saturday. Just looking looking back at the, the win, how much is that going to do to, to sort of restore confidence or is it sort of a an expected one where you, you're not ignoring it but you're thinking oh it's Huddersfield fair enough but you know the real test is obviously this weekend and, and next weekend um, I think it was good for the confidence because obviously the Bournemouth defeat was soul destroying however they are coming up against possibly the best side around at the moment so how much that will give them confidence for that game I'm not entirely sure but as we know, being Chelsea, they might win one and lose the other. Uh, or Prince, lose Prince. both and then beat Malmo both and then yeah. beat Spurs. And, you know, you can't... At the, well, being Chelsea, I say being, being the current Chelsea, if it was Chelsea a few seasons ago, they'd have beaten everybody. Um, that's, that's a dilemma, isn't it, as you're comparing to uh, some of the great sides. I mean, particularly one of the surges on Twitter has been this desire to go back to the way Chelsea play, which is some kind of mythical strong strength with with a spine that has JT type players with Lampard and uh, um, and Drogba and you, you just battle and you against all odds and doesn't matter that the opposition are probably more skillful than you are you batter through them and you win but interestingly that that type of team doesn't exist anymore if you have a look at the Premier no, League indeed there's, there are no teams who play like that well they're, they're Bournemouth attempt to play like that but fail Possibly, but not... No, I'm being unfair to Bournemouth, but I like Bournemouth as a side. I think think the thing is that there is always a place for a Michael Ballack-type player or a Didier Drogba-type player, but we're trying to do something else. I mean, to give up now would be slightly foolish, but our club has done some foolish yeah, yeah, things, foolish things in the so, but I, I can't I don't think they've got the appetite for it to be perfectly honest I think if we don't make top four that might be a different thing um, but he's had one transfer window he had no pre-season training yeah um, we're fourth or f- we felt we are fourth, fourth again. yeah um, and in all the cups so we'll see happy days happy happy days we're going to uh, crack on we're going to carry on and we're going to be talking about Gonzalo Higuain next 558 AM love sport 558 AM 
Love Sport. Watch the video of um, Rod Stewart drawing the uh, the Scottish Cup teams. What do you make of that claim? I'm just watching this sending off from the Rangers Aberdeen game, which I'm not seeing. And this is this Rangers player has been sent off three times. Anyway, good evening. It's uh, it's the Chelsea <laughs> Fancast on Love Sport Radio. Let's talk about Gonzalo Higuain. Is he the solution to Sarismo? Is he the one who's going to see? Uh, well, is he is he the the, the final cog? I wouldn't say final cog, he's a cog. Is he a cog? A cog, yeah, a, a cog he's a in temporary cog, he's a temporary well, fix, well, isn't he? Why is he a temporary fix? He's because he's going back to his parents. No, no, they've got an option, got an to, option uh, for another year. Another year, loan. yeah. And then a purchase. And then a purchase. Hmm. When he's 45. Hmm. Well, he's 47. Hmm. Might as well bring in Boric as well. Yeah, why not? Why not? Who has it got? Who, um, who play, who's 39 is playing in the Premier League at the moment? What's his face? Robert Green. <laughs> They've tried, you know, played the other night. Um, For whom? There you got me, I can't remember. Perhaps it was in the Championship. Is Gareth Barry still playing? Gareth Barry still playing for West, West Brom. West Brom like. we, we saw him score, didn't we? One night, in here. He did is score in here. Julian Speroni. Yeah, it's Julian Speroni. Yeah, Speroni, yeah. Julian Speroni. Personally, he should fit because he knows Sarri, doesn't he? He played from under Napoli and scored 36 goals. And So there should be a shorthand. Yeah. So he should fit the system better. And if he starts fitting the system, or sitting the system, as I almost said, um, uh, which I prefer, actually, um, if he starts doing that, I mean, mean, I've got an opal fruit in my gob. (laughs) This is why I'm sounding slightly... Other chewy sweets are available. They are available, but I rather like these. They're called Starburst, aren't Mm. they? Um, He should score regularly and with great pith and moment. With a great aplomb. With great aplomb, yes. Well done. (laughs) Love that well, it's quite interesting because they're basically saying that that he is going to thrive on all the chances that we create, but I actually don't think that many we are created that many chances. Well, I think we do. I think it's that business of every time I'm watching them. Um, even Hazard is guilty of this. He gets the ball, drives the ball forward into the uh, into the D, and you then think, "There's the moment for the dip. Have a dip now." Yeah. Um, Edin, as the bloke calls him at Chelsea. I don't know how he's arrived at Edin. Which bloke? The uh, the announcement. The bloke's based on that. This is uh, and goal from Edin Hazard. He please welcome Bournemouth and your Chelsea. That's you right. Him? That's him. <laughs> that bloke. Yeah, him. <laughs> and you want to go? Well, hashtag call, bring back spy. Call him Eden. You know, let's mm. let's let's give in to this. If we're going to go Eden Hazard, mm. let's call him. Let's do, rather than Eden, which is you know, sorry, Edin, because he should be Edon. You know, let's be honest. Sorry, it's like all the commentators call Kante Conte. Yeah, they do. Well, to be fair to him, uh, boring. This is beyond belief. But the French A for that is actually Conte, and he really is Conte, in the same way that the twenty-four hour Le Mans. Is Le Mans as opposed to Le Mans, 
which is a mountain, as in Le Mont Saint-Michel. I've disappeared up from my own fundament, I know. <laughs> I know. But, uh, but I just <laughs> couldn't help myself. Anyway, yeah, yeah, they call him, now they're calling him, well, they just call him Kante and be done with it. Let's call our players English So names. we're not creating that many chances. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, but we, well, my thing, my, my question, my answer was, was that even Hazard gets at the edge of the penalty Is it area, even or even? That's, that's the new breed and, of player. And he, and he you'll passes never, it. You'll never see the Mario Stanich goal again. But from where we are, from where we are sitting, where I'm sitting, you go, there's the moment, I can see it, the goalkeeper yeah, can't we, see it. But that, have the dip, but you've got the dip why, now, dip it now, get it in. Clubs have like bird's eye analysis, they have someone sitting in the roof with a computer and a laptop tracking to passes tell to tell them in the future, this is where we're, we're doing things and this is where we're going but wrong. Once again, as a, as a forward, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I'm now choking, as a forward, <laughs> on the very same suite, as a forward, what you're trying to do is to score. So if you see the goal, and you've got the opportunity, you have a go. Yeah, but, 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 I'll tell you something. But, but no, Higuain had a you, go. Higuain has a go. Have you sat, like, row one at Stanford Bridge before? Like, uh, right, front no, row? Hello, that's his seat. He is in the front row. No, he's not. He's up top in the hospital. Oh, do you mean pitch side? I mean pitch side. You mean, pitch we mean side. in the, in the, in the, uh, in the seats by the, um, On the bench. Oh, that's the word, yeah. In the, on the just, bench. Even if you sit in the press box, which is just behind the dugout, the, the, the that's viewing... That's next to. The I'm next view, to there. The view, what, like, on the same level or above? No, I'm there. I'm on, that's where I am. He's, the, ju- the, he's the just angle, above. The viewing angle's not very good. But if you... Uh, if, but my viewing is, angle's very good. good. How yeah, dare you? Because you pay a premium for that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yours. The, the press ones don't come with butler and manslave and, and all that. Heron. But if you if you look if you look from the top, if you look, we're gonna get the menu diaries. Like, <laughs> if you look from the top, like, the view is completely different. Like, like when you sit in in a different position, stadium, you get that bird's eye view. Where you know we're gonna sit there and spot passes like it's going out of fashion. You know we're gonna all turn into Frank Lampard's and Paul Scholes's and Reno Gattuso's, and we're gonna be pinging out yeah, balls left centre. Why but, not? Down on the deck, it's different. Yeah, but it ought not to be. If, if no, but I, once again, I'll get to this business of you see the goal, you see the opportunity, you have a dip. People have a go. People don't have a go anymore, though. No, they don't. They must. Well, Higuain did. Every, Let's see what happens. Harry, and Harry Kane does. Pass, yeah, and Harry pass, Kane does. Pass, we talked pass, about it earlier. Pass, pass, yeah. pass. Harry, Harry pass Kane. That's why Harry Kane scores so many goals. He has shots from ridiculous angles, and he's falling over. Everybody goes. I mean, oh, the he's goal falling he over. scored against Wolves at Wembley was fantastic. I know can I can't you imagine? say that as a Chelsea fan, but it was a brilliant goal because it was instinctive and he just shot. Can you imagine if Frank Lampard hadn't taken half of the chances that he's been taken in his career? One of those ones where it's fallen to him or, you know, on the edge of the area, whatever it is, how many goals he would have actually scored for Chelsea rather than the ones he actually scored? It's just like, you know, people took chances. Now, it's amazing. You know, you watch these programmes from the 90s to the mid-2000s and so now how much the game has evolved, how much it's become more on technical skill rather than actual hard graft than just lumping it one is 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 very very different but, but i i would i would offer a counter argument i think that a lot of teams have just basically become so fit the players are so fit that they can chase and they can they can harry and the number of times that you are actually left to have the time to shoot from distance doesn't exist anymore because somebody's closing up, down up, up your jacks all the time yeah. and I think that that's part of it I think that's why some of the football that we see not necessarily us because I think we have been interminably dull at times this season but a lot of football you just basically got two banks of four playing against each other there's no space there's Who no room to, to do anything that, Big Sam no funnily enough 
Greece winning the Euros. That, yeah, that's, that was your theory. Blame the Greeks. That, no, that's when it started. Because they just basically had 11 super fit guys. Behind the ball. And they just basically sat behind the ball. Yeah, and booted the ball and ran after it. Yeah. That's how they, Wimbledon played. They scored a goal, a game, and then that was it. They just Wimbledon won the FA Cup, though. What's that? They won the FA Cup. Who, Wim- Greece? Wim- no, no, Wimbledon. Wimbledon, Wimbledon played yeah. similarly. Yeah. You know? Except they were a bit more No, no, no. They, they, did, they, <laughs> they didn't play like that. I mean, basically, the Wimbledon scored a lot of goals. I mean, I remember they beat us 4-0 once at home. Do you remember that? Yeah, that wasn't that post crazy game. No, it wasn't. I mean, that, that was when well, they were in, playing for in them, the then. first. Yeah, he was playing for them. Then I think and um, Fashion scored. Good, then. He played was. winger, out and out winger. Dennis yeah. played then. Yeah. What a player! I remember thinking I'd like him to play for Chelsea, and he did. He did, Clayton. He did. There you go. For your, your premonition. What a player! Your premonition slash. Never give the ball Dennis away. Wise. Never give the ball away. There's something you can actually mm. sing that song to him rather than Bakayoko, which yeah. was an error. Whoever made that uh, song up. Anyway, we're going to go for uh, for short balls. Oh, okay. We are. Uh, this is Love Sport Radio, and on the back of this, we're going to come up with the unofficial Eden Hazard song. Love Sport. See, that's a good idea, isn't it? Clever idea. Thank you. Oh, 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 what a nice oh, oh, Me! You can read the comment. We, we had a little conversation, me and earpads on that little screen. I said, can you play it in rifles? I got it wrong. It's by the jam. Yeah, I know. My bad, my bad. I was thinking of the music of Suggs. Um, and then, yeah, I said Eden Hazard. And I put in like, they go, Eden Hazard, Eden Hazard. Eden Hazard. It's like Ampadu. I still think you should have a tune in Agadu. Ampadu. I have to say that's fantastic. <laughs> You'd have to play for for us to sing his name, wouldn't they, really? Or even if he did well, play, I know, we some of them sing don't, his name. Yeah, some of them play quite regularly and don't get songs. So, that's true. That's uh, true. Yeah, Whereas Tottenham Hotspur, who don't play for us at all, get a song every every song. Less, less so recently. Really? Mm. Thank goodness for that. Shall we talk about the aforementioned Hazard? Eden, Edin, Edin, or even, even yeah. Hazard. Please welcome Edin, Edin Hazard, Edin. and you're Chelsea. And you're exactly, you're Chelsea. Very underwhelming, isn't he? Hashtag bring back Spy. Well, they tried, no, they tried to change him, and they got a guy who's like that, you know. Was he from Reading? And you're Chelsea. I don't know whether he's the Reading guy who did it, yeah. Oh. But suddenly he had that kind of voice, and here they are, smoking to Stanford Bridge. Stating the bleeding obvious, that's the trouble. So, yeah. so the, I mean, that's... You know, what one sort of facet of my, my multitude, my skill set, if you like, is, is stadium announcing. So I was back up to the fellow at Reading. And like, I went one day just to, like, you know, sort of shadow him. And he's got the ultimate sort of, like, lift voice. Let's rock. Yeah, it's just like, good afternoon, Royals. And I'm just like, whoa, okay. You know, and I, I've got, like, a clip of him, you know, like, saying Reading. You know, like, when... The players come out and say, it's Brentford FC and ready. I'm just like, mate, there's like 3,000 people inside the Madstad out of 24. Like, all right, we don't need hyping up. They've got like the flames going and all that. It's, it's a bit nuts. I reckon it was him though. I reckon it was him. Well, the bloke who does Wembley. Um, He's Arsenal as well, isn't he? Is he Arsenal bloke I think well? he's Arsenal as well. No, because yeah. he, he uh, there was a guy there who did it, who ran a, um, uh, a video company in um, 
not Cricklewood. I can't remember. It doesn't really matter where he did. Was he doing rentals? But no, no, he was. <laughs> no, he was. Uh, he made videos. He made promos. Right. But he, his voice was uh, like that originally. But I've been doing about twelve years. It was. But it was. It was just stating things like "Welcome to Wembley, the FA Cup final." You thought well, we know this? Why are you saying this to us? The, the worst oh, one, Alan, Alan Keegan, Man United, horrendous because he gets like cheers off three sides of the ground and then the Stratford end abuse him like he's just like good afternoon so Alex Ferguson standing like you got the tourists right up in like you know, in the gods going Wee! he's like good afternoon Eastern Wee! good afternoon Sir Bobby Jones stand Wee! good afternoon Stratford and they're like why? like literally why, don't they why? Like because he's he started doing stupid things like doing a countdown when the teams in the tunnel is like the teams are now in the tunnel 10 Nine and everyone's just like, "What are you doing?" It got so bad to the point when in 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 Sir Alex Ferguson's last season, uh, the Man United supporters just wrote a petition to the club to switch the PA system off really? ten minutes before kick off, and they did it. They actually did. It was actually brilliant. But do you know? But this is all down. This is all due to the dumbing down of football and what clubs perceive. We want. And we don't. It's very Americanised, isn't it? Yeah, it's rubbish. It's absolute rubbish. We don't want that rubbish. I mean, look, if, if I get United, all I want to hear is 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 an addition of Stretford Enders, We Are, We Are, and, and Stone Roses, This Is The One. That's it. You lot want to hear the liquidator. And, and blue is the colour. There you go. I'd blue rather the liquidator wasn't played anymore for anyway, a bit. Let's, anyway, let's get back let's to, talk about to even. Edding. Even. Um, so, all the news this week was, I'm going to make my decision, I've made my decision, and it turns out that it was from an interview two months ago. Yes, well, if people had done their research, they'd have discovered that, but so, they didn't. So, consequently, Twitter, of course, went berserk, get rid of him. How yeah, 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 Twitter yeah, yeah. you know, he done, he's done fed, it again, I'm, I'm fed up with all it, of this, yeah. I'm bored, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what do we make of the quotes from Sesk today? Have you seen the quotes from Sesk? I don't know what he said. Sesk has basically said, if he's made up his mind, that means he's staying. How interesting. Mm. But hold on a minute. Do you remember... Like, I, I don't understand what it is with Eden Hazard and big reveals. Do you remember when he actually signed for Chelsea, that yeah. big thing on social media? And, you know, I will be revealing at nine o'clock yeah. we, you know, I will, who I'll I will be I signing I will be with. joining the European or Champions I rem- League. I remember that. And everyone yeah. was sitting there on social media just going, F5, 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 refresh, refresh. Let's wait and see who he joins. Yeah. United fans, Arsenal fans, Liverpool fans, Chelsea, everyone was sitting there watching. Yeah. He's like, I will be joining the European Champions. I was like, oh, no. What is it with him and doing these things? Can't you just be like Phil Jones? and sign a new well, contract quietly. I was intrigued by when he was substituted in the Huddersfield game. He accla- he applauded every corner of the ground coming mm. off. But he had played wonderfully. And he Why, got, and what, did you think there was something significant? I, 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 at the time, he it normally, wasn't he normally a good just buy. goes off. He doesn't, I know, you think it can't be a good buy at the middle of the season, but nonetheless... I think, I, he, nor- when, I think he normally does try and acknowledge all things. He, but, but he, it, he did get a huge... He was wonderful. Can I, can I just say yeah. about him... So... His second goal, not the penalty. Mm, wonderful. The ball from Barclay was a good ball, but it was slightly overhit. Mm, mm. But how he managed to control that and then beat the goalkeeper and score from that angle, just phenomenal. Well, he did it because he's him. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is him. Thank you. <laughs> so, there no, we are. Sesk reckons because he said he's made up his mind that he is going to stay because if he's made up his mind you can't make up your mind about something if there's no offer from Real Madrid Chelsea have to accept that offer first don't they hmm you know so I don't know 
I think I think we're just you know we're clutching at straws here, aren't we? Really? Yes, we are. Yeah. I just I I, I wonder when when Real Madrid want a player, they they will go for him. But there's and and you know you probably don't like me talking about Spurs. Spurs fans are equally worried about Christian Eriksen, saying if they don't go for Hazard, they might go for Christian Eriksen instead. You know, so there there is a player that Real Madrid will be out for. It's just yeah, it could be Neymar, it, be? it could be Mbappe, um, Mbappe. All, all, all of all of who I think they're all younger than Eden. So I don't know. I think the thing is, if he goes, he goes. I, I think I don't think there's any Chelsea fan who would begrudge him a move, unless he went to another Premier League cup. <laughs> um, but ultimately, like Gordon Dury. Yeah, I've I've seen I've seen a lot of Chelsea fans turn around going, if he goes, he goes. Um, you know, Chelsea Football Club will still be there. You know, the player might go, but Chelsea Football Club will, will I still. Th- they I would think be, they would be diminished. I, by th- his th- exit. I think that's called putting on a brave face mm. because I think the thing is that people have said oh if we get Cisco and we get um, somebody else coming in Cisco not Cisco Isco 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 didn't he do a song Cisco 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 was the Cisco kid he Cisco was a kid. Paddy can you get Cisco on Cisco was Next a break. was a, um, a kid's character and a very big sombrero which you could buy in the shops I thought he did a song about ladies underwear Anyway, if you know people saying if we get Isco and a another, then that's fine, and it will be this, that, and the other. It will be a huge, huge hole if he goes. Spurs, when they sold um, um, Bale, Bale, yeah, managed to buy half it, a dozen it, idiocy, half, half a dozen players. Yeah, yeah. I mean none they they, they say they sold them. Elvis and got the Beatles. Yeah, you know, but just it. Look at how many of those players have actually worked out. Let's be fair. I can't remember who they bought. Ericsson, Lamella. Oh, actually, I'll, I'm happy to pick up a list of who, who they bought because well, you Erickson, know Ericsson sort of worked out, hasn't he? They didn't sell Elvis and get the Jordanaires either, did they? The Jordanaires. Mm, that was the backing band. The shoes, aren't they, Jordanaires? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah everybody went. Um, as in okay. his backing band yeah, um, thank you so, so what do you want to make those eyes with me for when you don't know who I, and I think know. I think if he if he goes to Real Madrid it's less painful than actually seeing him every week on, on the pitch because we can't see him because we don't see yeah. La Liga yeah. anymore yeah. do we yeah. so it, it's not on anymore no it's, no, on, it's, it's on, on preview or something no, like, it's on a different yeah, channel you have to, um, yeah. so they sold um, Bale on the 1st of September 2013 and of course it was a deadline day deal that summer they brought in Paulinho Nasser Chadli Roberto Soldado Etienne Capoue Vlad Kirikesh Christian Eriksen and Eric Lamella for £109 million so Eriksen and to a minor degree Lamella yeah and that's it <laughs> Chadley's gone on to play at uh, West Brom he's now at Monaco uh, Pauli- he? Yeah, he's at Monaco now. No wonder they're doing so badly. <laughs> Paulinho um, seems to spend it, split his time between a holiday home in Barcelona and a, and a, and a compound in Guangzhou. And now, now he's at Barca, isn't he? Well, no, he, no he, he left there. He didn't do very well. He played briefly well there, but he went off to China. After he, that. He, he played. He played a couple of games at Barcelona, and then he went back on loan to China and Guangzhou. Everyone, God, he had an option to buy him for 42 million euros. And they go, yeah, we can exercise that, right? Yeah, let's buy him. And they, they bought him in January, which is very, very strange indeed. Uh, Kirikesh was was uh, a Romanian centre-half, now plays for Napoli. Soldado, of course, everyone knows about it, um, was was a big, big, big flop there. Um, and now plays at Fenerbahce. And uh, Capoue is, of course, at Watford. Um, so it's just a case of do you trust 
Marina and her co to, to if if Hazard goes to, to, to spend the money wisely. But also well, at the moment, I'm not sure I trust her at the moment anyway because she's just given uh, Aspilicueta another five year contract, and I'm not convinced Dave. that he yeah that he fits in with um, anything that Sarri wants to do because he's struggling to to um, to play the correct role in uh, Sarismo. Um, and who's the other person they've given her? Alonso. Alonso, yeah, who similarly isn't isn't the the sharpest tool in the box when it comes to. Well, I think uh, they they, they this had way. this whole thing at the beginning of the season. They gave contracts to those two. They gave contract to Conte slash Kante, yep. uh, which obviously was a fantastic thing to Conte. do. Conte. Yeah. Um, well, they're just tying up the squad. Maybe it's because of You're the transfer now. ban. Yeah. Gentlemen, we're going to take the, a pause. The, the imminent transfer ban. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're we're going to take a pause, can I? Are we? Yeah, we can have some more opal fruits and uh, and have a bit of rest. Need to make your mouth water. Ding. Love sports. Just giving Clayton a full-blown like, sort of quiz on where he lives. Where do you live? In a house. Where? I'm not telling you. Can you tell me, can you tell me during the news? Beseeched by my fan. Can you, t- can you tell me during the news? <laughs> Besieged, I will surely. tell you. I will tell you during the news. Fair play, yeah. Uh, we're going to have some Cisco on after the break as well. Paddy's working hard to dig out that uh, that number. Trust me, it's 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 a good tune. It really, really is. It is the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport Radio for your front. What's up? I thought Cisco was a was a um, Mexican children's TV star. No, no, it's it's, it's, it's he's, he's a R and B singer. Anyway, um, Chelsea versus Man City is on the agenda after eight o'clock tonight. Do get involved. Oh two oh eight seventy twenty five five eight. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel... If you couldn't be there, and it's not on TV. Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. (laughs) It's all too much. (laughs) I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all... No more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. <laughs> The pensioners are back, but with no walking sticks in sight. They're carefree, wherever they may be. They're the famous CFC. Blue is their colour, and football is their game. If you come to Stamford Bridge, you'll remember their name. 
It's the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport. When I was a young co- Can I just say, by the way, Clayton Beam was dance dab. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. What, a sherbet dab? Yeah, something like that. Uh, anyway, in the uh, the game of the championship this evening, it's Aston Villa nil. Sheffield United, or Sheffield, as you said, won. And it's the former Chelsea man, Billy Sharp, with his 20th goal of the season. He's just he's not great. former Chelsea. He is. No, he's not. He is. Look him up. I'm going to look him up. Yeah. yeah. He is. Talking of former Chelsea. No, he's not. Is he? No. Oh, okay. Thought he was. You t- do you know what? You've just stitched me up on the radio. Because what, what kiddo said to me was, oh, yeah, oh, Billy Sharp, yeah, he used to play for Chelsea, didn't he? He used to play for Chelsea. He used to be Chelsea, didn't he? I don't think I used that accent. He was Chelsea, wasn't he? He was Chelsea. He was Chelsea. Oh, so I've gone, was I did, he? I did, yeah. Was he? Oh, well, you know what? I'll use that in my opener. That'd be good. And I've been absolutely tucked up. So, kids, the idea is, is don't believe everything you hear on the radio from Jonathan Kidd. No, no, from from, from Aaron. But Paul. could you please tell us which players have played for Chelsea and Manchester City? Oh, the quiz, City? the quiz. Which player? We didn't I have had yeah. a massive response on Twitter. Have you? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have had nil point. Nobody's responding. Okay, so... I've got one, I've just, got one. Is anybody actually from the Chelsea fancast listening to us? No. I've okay. got one, I've got one. No, go on then. Okay. I'll give it to you. Okay, fine. So, just to recap, there are n- 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 19 players who played that we know of that the uh, the Chidgemeister has written down. So, if you want to give it a go, please do. <laughs> what are you doing? It's 0208 or at Love Sport Radio. Exactly. Or at Goalie59. Yeah. Or at Chelsea Fancast. Can I just say... Please. The, the absolute banter is... Um, the BBC have put up a quiz. The way they put up a quiz says, can you name players to have played for Manchester City and Chelsea? But they've only got eight. Their quiz features eight players. And do you know what I call that? Do you know what that is? Rubbish. Pua. 
It's an absolute shark. Shark. Absolute shark. And it's very poor. It's very poor. Poor. Um, but yeah, we are we are asking uh, for those players. Give us a call this evening. 0208 70 20 55. We'll be giving you the answers about 10 to 9 tonight. Um, yeah. Have you just become a farmer? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm, I'm off to watch the old farm derby on, on oh, Sunday. Yeah, switch Norwich. Yeah, also known as Farmageddon. Farmageddon. You know. Dear, oh dear. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, of course, there is a, a big game on the way. Chelsea taking on Manchester City. Now, I've got a question for you. Yes. It's a very, um, it's a question which I'm pleased hasn't sort of crossed my path yet. and it, But it will cross paths with me this season. And that is... Are you with one eye looking at the top of the league and the the mob from Merseyside as well as sort of keeping an eye on your result going, hmm, you know, obviously if we drop points, then mm-hmm. it could ensure they don't win the league. And I'm really pleased because I don't have to think about that until later on in the season. But everyone is everyone is thinking about that right now. I think that I want Chelsea to win every game. Of course. If, however, they lost on Sunday, that would be my, my silver lining. Could could they lose on Sunday, then win the following Saturday? No, because we're not playing on Saturday. We're playing them on Sunday again, aren't we? And, sorry, I'll go... <laughs> could they uh, uh, lose on Sunday and win the following Sunday? I think they could. Because we are that much of a balmy team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, I don't actually... Don't forget Malmo in the middle. Malmo in the middle? Not Malcolm in the middle, Malmo in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? No, but I mean, it's, it, it is perfectly, perfectly Logical, feasible. Feasible. I mean, if you recall the lead-up to the cup final... Hold on a minute. Hold on. on. Whoa, whoa. Can, I, can I just pause you there? Yes, you can. You're not playing on the Sunday. You're playing on the Monday. No, he's talking about the cup final. Right, the cup yeah, final. hold on a minute. You've just said the week after. So... It's City right, Chelsea two weeks this week. after. Oh, whenever. And then it's and then you play my mob the week after on the Monday night. Yes, we are. Yeah. No. So what what we were <laughs> talking about was we could be, win we could win all of them. We could win that one. I was about to say we could lose who, all who of plays them. against Malmo on the Thursday before a cup final? We will. Us? <laughs> we will because we'll be playing them the following week on the Thursday. On the Thursday That's correct. Can we do that? Yeah. So we've basically got this sun, show, Sunday. Who believes that Billy Sharp played for Chelsea? This show's turning into a shah. <laughs> a shah and a shambles. You yeah, never we, usually eat sweets either. No, I know. So. This going back to my youth, though. <laughs> going back to your ute. Need to make your mouth water. So, going back, going back to the Chelsea chat. Yeah. Yes, we could, because that is the sort of thing. I mean, apart from anything else, we're playing away, and according to the statistics I've been provided with, we've not won in our past six Premier League away games against the big six, I'm doing quotation marks, two draws, four defeats. We've lost the last four in a row. So, which is not good. Yeah, but... Higuain wasn't working with Hazard, was he? No, but this this goes back to last season as well. Because I mean, yeah, you we think didn't have Higuain then, did we? Still had the same um, falling over, booked um, uh, offside man. I know, but I think it's a mentality thing, don't you? I'm not sure that the the word has been, been translated properly. He can't mean mentality. Is it confidence? What does he mean? No, I said that. I think it's a mentality thing. Okay. Nobody else has said I that. I thought Sarri Only, said it. Well, no, I mean, Sarri's talking about this whole thing about us not having the correct mentality. 
which is, I, th- I think, too honest for his own good. Whether it, anything's been lost in translation, I don't know. But um, I don't think that helps when he keeps slating the players' mentality. He's the one that's got to motivate them. He's the one that's got to put them out on the pitch. Um, if he's getting frustrated, then then fair enough. But um, change the players. Use which, which, players. Will he be given the opportunity to do so? I don't know, because I know that you are a huge exponent of Zari and want to give him a chance, and I think yeah. that's absolutely right. But I, playing devil's advocate, the thing that frustrates me is that he is so rigid in what he's doing. Mm. I hate the fact that he's basically taken players and said, I've got no use for you, without actually <coughs> even trying. Well, mind you, Drinkwater's been added to the Champions League squad, hasn't he? I know, so has Marcus Van so that that frustrates me what also frustrates me is you're 3-0 up at home with 25 minutes to go against the worst side in the division who can't score I think they've scored 9 goals all season and you still don't bring on Hudson-Odoi now I'm not saying that Hudson-Odoi is a finished article we've had this conversation before but there is no way what what risk was there in bringing him on for that last half hour or 25 minutes Tended me in the yeah. end. Absolute waste of time. Complete and utter waste of time. Gentlemen, let's take a pause. Love Sport. 558 AM. Love Sport. This is Love Sport. In 1965, Vietnam seemed like just another foreign war. But it wasn't. It was different in many ways. And so were those who did the fighting. In World War II, the average age of the combat soldier was 26. In Vietnam, he was 19. In, 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 in Vietnam, he was 19. In, 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 in Vietnam, he was 19. In, in Vietnam, he was 19. Nine, 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 19. And that is how many answers there are to our quiz. Well, that, how many how many chidge is, is dug up? No, 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 19. That's it, that's it. That's a special one that Paddy's dug up for you. I promise we're going to have some Cisco later on. Um, no rush. Kiddo? <laughs> What's that? Happy with this one, son? This song? Yeah. Yeah, it takes me back. Yeah. I have this on 12-inch. Oh, did you? Yes, I do. Yeah. No, I still do. Oh. I have all my vinyl. I have no record player. I haven't had one for years, oh, but I, I do this. have Should we club together vinyl. and buy you one? No, you're all right, mate. You're all right. All right. I remember right. this on Top of the Pops, because it, it, um, it started off Top of the Pops, didn't it? This song after a bit. No. No? Was that him, though? He did one, though, didn't he, Hardcastle? No, that, that song that you're thinking about, yeah. I think, was a Phil Linnett song. It was called Yellow Something. What, Phil Linnett from Finn Lizzie? That's the one, R.I.P., Man United fan. Oh, I didn't know that. I saw him once, leaning against the black ball, Chelsea Man U game. I think he'd, I think he'd had refreshments. <laughs> yes. Was he leaning to uh, keep himself uh, um, standing up? Yes, I believe so. Oh, right. yes. kind of refreshment. Yes. Anyway, gentlemen, uh, let's continue looking ahead to the game against Manchester City. Um, of course, they, they've, they've taken their position at the top of the Premier League now. One hopes that they stick around there as well. Um, Sergio Aguero seems to be in half decent form anyone else you're looking at right now well you know every time we play Manchester City you know we were talking about 
if Eden goes and he goes to Real Madrid, it's fine because you won't see him. But every time we play Man City and Kevin De Bruyne is playing, you just want to shake your head and just go, no, no. It really is... Painful. It is very, very painful. The, the guy is just the most phenomenal player. And How as did m- that get missed? As m- <laughs> Well... He didn't play very well, did he, in those few games? And he came no, in, but he, he annoyed Mourinho, that was the problem. He, well, that basically... It became I, a kind of power thing. The, the thing that um, De Bruyne, I believe, said himself was the fact that um, they were sitting around, weren't they, the Chelsea midfielders at the time? And they were basically talking about why you do this and why you do that and blah, blah, blah. And De Bruyne was saying, well, I never get a chance to play, so how can I do any of this? <laughs> and um, that was it. You, you got rid of him. Yeah. You didn't like any dissents in the rank. And potentially one of the biggest mistakes, I think, um, if we look at... Any manager has ever made. Any manager has ever made certainly the biggest mistake I can think because he wasn't being sold to um, deepen the pockets to to get the coffers. Um, no, he bigger. went. Like he Wilkins went, uh, was sold to Man United went out because on loan, of first he went, of all. He was sold because they didn't think he was good yeah. enough. I mean, you know, we um, got good so, money for him yeah, at the time, yeah. about twenty-seven million. But the fact that it's now worth two hundred and twenty-seven million. Uh, I mean, it's not about money. It's about the fact that he could have been in our midfield forever and a day I mean the only sort of saving grace is the fact he's been quite injury prone in his his time at Man City but he's a phenomenal player so not looking forward to seeing him Um, they're just a really good side I mean I don't know if they'll be um, they've got a fantastic bench as well that's the thing but they've got depth haven't they yeah Mares hardly plays for them, does he? And he's a terrific player. It, it's sort of just—it's it, it, also painful because it reminds you of what we were like. You yeah. know, the the fact they yeah. bought Mares when they didn't need him. Yeah. The, you know, in the same way that we bought Sean Wright Phillips and um, Scott Parker. You know, two really good players. We didn't need either of them. Did we? It's just so, because they were top players they yeah, were bought. Yeah. But then all the rumours... stop other players, other, other teams, teams getting them. The, the, the rumour at the time was uh, um, he's off to Chelsea, and frequently that was the case. Yeah. Whereas now, the, the rumour that William is off to Barcelona, and it's completely made up. That's a, a regular one. That even resurfaced on the last few minutes of the uh, transfer window, yeah. that Barcelona wanted William for £60 million and were willing to give us... Mal- Malcolm. Okay. I mean, who scored at the weekend. I mean, however, why people believe this, I just i am bemused by the whole I mean, this world is a, of social media. This, this is, is as bad as me absurd. believing Jonathan Kidd when he turns around and tells me Does that. Was it Billy Sharp played for Chelsea? Billy Sharp played for Chelsea. I think he played for Chelsea Youth, actually. I think you'll find. I don't think he did. I don't think you'll find he did. I don't think he did. No. So, yeah, I mean, it's, listen, it's, it's always good to, to play against a, a team like City because you test yourself, but it, 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 I think it's, it really is a sad indictment of where we are now in the pecking order that we go to City, we travel in hope more than expectation. I mean, you played them earlier on in the season, that was a surprising yeah, I mean, it result. Was a, it was a good, good result. It, it was not only a good result, it was a great performance. I think, as, as we said to Ollie earlier on, defensively that day, we were absolutely outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. And it's, you know, one of those games, David Luiz steps up and is magnificent. And the second half of that game, we were under the cosh for a little bit in the second half, but I, I, parts of that second half was as, 
as good as I think we've played all season. Jonathan? I think you're absolutely correct, because uh, in the second half... um, somehow uh, City's heads went down which I thought was a, a, a precursor to some of their performances uh, recently which is uh, some of the teams have been getting at them and they've become a bit tense um, and I wonder whether they're being affected slightly by uh, having to keep up this pace of uh, competing at the top of the league because I think Liverpool have been decidedly uh, dodgy recently as well So, and, and I think this is why Spurs have come into the, uh, uh, into the melting pot I know, I'm, I can't believe I'm saying it but this is why also I think if we were to put a run together um, I think we might suddenly be you know, we might be involved in the, in the league title Well, I think that is highly unlikely Yeah, highly unlikely but, but as I said, 1954-55 we didn't know that we were going to win the title and we won it and no, Ted Drake said no way are we going to be he wouldn't have said the word no way people didn't speak like that then no way said, no way no way no way in no way he in would no say in no way in no way will we be challenging for the title the league come title. May no the league championship league championship yeah the league championship but I th- I oh think my goodness we've won it I think one of the other things as to why it's highly unlikely that we will do anything particularly spectacular in the league is this month is a brute of a month, isn't it? So we've got Manchester City away. Yeah. We have got Manchester United at home in the cup. Yeah. We've got Tottenham at home. And we've got two games against Melmo on Thursday. So, not two games on the same Thursday, but on alternate Thursdays, obviously. I was, uh, not to name drop, I was speaking to John Hollands uh, during the week. Oh, get you. Yeah, get me. Mm. Was that in hospitality? Yeah, he'd come in. And, um, and I said... Oh, you um, almost spat your heron out. Yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, when you come in here next time, you know, crawl in, mate, crawl in. Um, and... Um, uh, I said to him, but what would you do about hudson Adoy? The fact that he only played 10 minutes today. Because I, I mentioned it to him. I said, we're three up, and he only gives him 10 minutes. He said, what needs to happen? He said, don't bother about the 10 minutes. It's, he has to play. I give him four games from the start. And if he doesn't come good or play one of those four games, you're, you have every right as manager not to, to, um, to carry on with him. But um, uh, if... It looks as if the crowd are crying out for him, and he looks as if he's the. It looks as if he's uh, he's good enough. Give him a go. See how he see how he performs. Um, and that was from somebody who himself came in at eighteen, and then created different, different, a different era, very very different, different era. Time. I know, but nonetheless, he did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I I don't disagree. But in this run of games. The only games he's going to start, I suspect he'll play in both Malmo games. Yeah, I don't. Well, I've talked about him before. Actually, I don't think he's. Um, um, he, he will always play William and Pedro because they are better than him, even though people don't believe so. Yeah, but but the point is that they haven't been in particularly good form. No, They're very absolutely. erratic. Absolutely. And you need to swap it around. That's why he needs to be given four games. I agree with John Holland. No, and he won't get them. No. Uh, should we take a pause? About the competition. Competition! Come on, please. Quiz. Quiz. Somebody. Get involved with the quiz. At Love Sport Radio on Twitter. At Chelsea Anybody. Fancaster on please. Twitter. It's Aston Villa nil. Sheffield United won Billy Sharp with his 20th goal of the season. No, he did not play for Chelsea in any way, shape or form. We are going to take a pause. This is Love Sport. 
Your news, your views, your voice. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. This is Love Sport. Let me see that I'll tell you something, Kite and Bill, when I, when I just told him, like, stick your hands and have a listen to this, he goes, I know. <laughs> are you not, I, I could hear it from distance. Are you not a fan of this one? And it's not much better close up. Kiddo? I thought the Cisco Kid song was by No, this is Cisco. Oh, we're, we're, we're not really on the same. This is Cisco. This is the song about Planet. the ladies' undergarment. Planet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I wanted the Cisco Kid. No, no, no. We're not going to have Cisco a Cisco Kid, kid theme tune. No, no, no. Unfortunately not. This is Cisco. Oh, okay. This not even Cisco. the Cisco Kid by War. No, no, by no. War. No, no, no. This, this is actually Cisco. Can't you find the Cisco Kid by War? But we, we put on Cisco. Oh, okay. Anyway. Anyway, um, cracking on. Who's going to be key for Chelsea in this one? How do you see Sarri sort of lining up uh, tactically? Exactly the same as he normally does. Why would he change it? That was such a terrible question. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just had to get you out of Cisco Kids, Cisco Kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he'll play Alonso. Um, I'd like him to play Christensen because I thought Christensen had a good game and I think he fits in with uh, with the way he he likes to attempt to play. It'll be intriguing to see how they keep their shape if he's going to try and play the uh, the Napoli way, Sarismo, um, which, they, as I said, they played terribly well in the first 25 minutes against uh, Huddersfield. So um, uh, it's unlikely because uh, I think the advantage of playing City is they're not going to put two banks of four, are they? They'll they'll uh, they'll attack, so there'll be there'll be spaces. So um, I think it'll be the um, the. Uh, um, irresponsible force with the uh, um, the the immovable object. That wasn't what you call it, is it? It's the irresistible, irresistible force. force not the irresistible force versus the immovable force. That no, would be no, a bit no. silly. The irresistible. Th- um, except one of them will be better than the other. City will be better than Chelsea. Who haven't quite got the immovable object worked out yet. Clear then. Yeah, I don't. <sighs> I think the thing is that when you play against Manchester City, they allow you to play. Or not. Well, it's hard to get the ball off them. I think the one thing with Man City at the moment is their confidence is slightly fragile. Apparently Walker's not playing very well. He's horrendously poor. Well, if you do score against them, then there's There's a chance. There's a vulnerability. Um, But I think any sort of victory against them would be the similar thing to what happened at home. They will have a lot of possession. You, you have to hit them on the break. Um, I would feel a lot happier if Angolo was in front of our defence, uh, but we all know that's not going to happen. It not happen at all, no. No, no. which is a bit... However, what happened in the City game at the bridge was that he was forced back yeah. next to Jorginho. He, was, he uh, played closer to Jorginho yeah, and, on that and, game. And he actually ended up playing where his, he, usual, where his usual position, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because they were so under the cosh. Well, maybe that will happen again. I don't know. Um, it's still great, even though he is growing into his position, that he's not playing in his best position, and I think that can only be harmful to the team. Um, but, but, yeah, yes. I, I think it's... I think it's interesting. I, I don't. 
I mean, I wouldn't be at all surprised if we got a draw there, um, but I also wouldn't be at all surprised if we got spanked. Tonked. But it's just a question of attitude, because if we play like we did against Bournemouth or we play like we did against Arsenal, and I use the word play loosely because we didn't play in either of those games, we know what can happen. It's it's a mentality thing, again, isn't it? So, But I thought we lost against Arsenal because they were really on the front foot in a way that we failed to deal with. It's not a question of mentality. They swamped us. And in the second half against Arsenal, um, they couldn't maintain, they couldn't keep, Arsenal couldn't keep up that tempo. And I always feel that what, what he despairs of, Sarri, is that, that rather than matching tempo for tempo, we find it very difficult to, to deal with somebody with a higher tempo than us. And he's not used to that because he's so used to playing the high tempo himself. Yeah, but I, th- I think if you go back to the Arsenal game, he was he was as culpable as the players because we came off that pitch at two nil down. We were playing the false nine. It wasn't working. There was no impetus to our game at all. He had Giroud on the bench and he should have brought him on at half time. Now it might not have worked, but when you're two nil down and you're chasing a goal yeah, and you're not playing with any goal. forwards. Yeah. So he was just as to blame. He didn't change. Well, no, he's a bit pig-headed, isn't he, that way? Because he just wants his system to work. So he encourages them to try to play the system better with the same team. That's what he does. Rather than changing it, he won't have that. He goes, no, play my system better, and we don't need to change the team. That's, that's exactly what happens every time. And it, to, to be fair to him, we actually played better. And we actually, if we had a goal scorer, we'd have scored. Because I had a couple of Arsenal mates there. I'm afraid, I'm embarrassed to say, I've got some Arsenal friends. And they said, uh, you came out in the second half and played a lot better. And, and if you'd scored, the game would have been completely different. But we didn't. But we didn't. We because didn't. we didn't have a striker. Because we didn't have a striker. And therefore... <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Kidd, with his own sound effects. I thank you. <laughs> I caught cold the other day because there was somebody in here. Who? Some some person presenting it. I can't remember his name. What's his name? You should stop trying to give that person a cuddle. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I so, like him. He's a sweet man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, I understand he wants his system to work, but I do find it completely baffling that when it doesn't work, he's not willing to change it. To what? To something different, because if you think about it, our two best performances this year, which have been Tottenham at home and Manchester City at home, we haven't played Sarri ball. Now there's a thing. Well, it's not a thing, it's the truth. <laughs> right. So what have we played then? We played a high-pressing game, Yeah. but it wasn't sort of quick passing we were on the opponents we played really well in those games but it wasn't a Sarri ball it wasn't Sarrismo no. but he was therefore disappointed with it mm. gentlemen let's take a pause we're going to come back we're going to get an opposition for you from Dennis Stewart wow love sport 558am this is love sport the opposition view on love sport Time for the opposition. So what did you say? I said, how exciting. Time for the opposition. Now, I'm, I'm sitting with a couple of men, you know, of, of the more mature variety here. <laughs> and, um, and I'll tell you something. When I mentioned that we had Dennis Chilton on the phone, I mean, kiddo, I've... I- 
I've never seen you that excited. You were giddy with excitement. <laughs> yeah. I went, ooh, ooh, Dennis Stewart, yeah. ooh, ooh, wow. And, and he joins us on the phone. So, Dennis, I'm going to get a question in uh, quickly. Very good evening to you, by the way. Thank you for joining us. I'm going to get a question in quickly before these two gentlemen take over. Um, first and foremost, how are you? Secondly, what do you make of uh, of this third season under Pep? And, uh, and, and do you think that City can go on and clinch a title? Well, that's three questions. Uh, but never mind. I'll do me do my best. I'm fine. Um, progress has been as ex- expected with Pep. Uh, he's integrated the right players, and uh, you know, I've, as I said before many times, I've read both his books: Pep Revolution, Pep Evolution, the way he's moved through his, his managerial career, and I understand what he's trying to do, and, and things are slotting in. And uh, over the years, he's made the comparison with uh, Pep and Alex Ferguson. Uh, they buy players to fit the system. Um, Mourinho was just buying players. Um, with no system so he, that's all he wanted Pep's, to do wasn't it Mourinho just buy as many players as he yeah. could yeah. just buying the players and uh, just saying play um, Dennis do you think that um, Sarri should write a book so everybody can understand what he was trying to do do you think that would be the best well, thing to do I think he's, he's got an idea what he should try to do whether the progress is as, as he'd like it because of the uh, the situation with um, Eden Hazard you know he's not his, his, his confirmation that he's going to stay or go or what so there must be some sort of uncertainty unless he said something behind the scenes and there's been issues with, with Sally saying things about his players you know it's just a bit it's a bit conflicting of, of when you're trying to build a team spirit in there you know if you look at Pep and Alex Ferguson very rarely would they criticise the players in front of the press but perhaps behind the scenes that we saw with Pep in the, uh, the, um, the, the video he, he, comes video, from a, you know? he comes from a business background, though, doesn't he, uh, Sarri? You wonder whether that's what he's used to doing, is uh, having meetings with, and one-to-one with people I mean, it, from when he was a bank manager. He might have a completely yeah. different system, but you never know. Um, no question is different. Yeah. yeah. Because you've got, you know, I, I'm in the, um, I've got a video and TV uh, production company, a video and conference production company, and uh, I'm always talking to presenters about understanding the end user, which is the, the people who are listening to what they're trying to say, and you've got to understand the end user's needs and present or pre- present what your what, what their needs are, not what you want to give them. And I think the understanding of, of, of the people in the dressing room, from manager's point of, point of view, is very is very difficult. Do you think it's difficult for him to to make this Chelsea team into a a team that follows this particular philosophy? which is based if you look at Napoli there the way they played was uh, was just one touch and uh, one touch passing and it was uh, it was it was very it was a scintillating way to play but uh, uh, is it easy to make uh, players um, change uh, leopards change their spots really is it easy to mo- to make um, players for example they're used to playing um, defensively and breaking out that was the way that Chelsea won their titles is it yeah, is it easy you can't, for do, you, can, you can't do what you like but you've got to buy players to suit that system Yes, you can't. You can't make the player do that if he's not really home to that. It will take you a lot longer if you've got if you've got to re-educate them. You know, whereas really, if you want someone who's understanding straight away what you want to do, um, it's a lot shorter time period of development. Did Did you ever ha- um, have any manager try to play you completely, uh, give you a different philosophy from what you'd been playing before? No, I was fortunate. The manager that I played with, he understand me and um, played me in a position where they could get the best out of me, and I was you know, I was grateful for that. Yeah, you you were you were a great player. I'm uh, I'm slightly embarrassed by my emotions here. Actually, speaking to you. <laughs> well, I enjoyed watching you wonderfully. Wonderfully, I enjoyed watching you. I thought you were great, great player, really excellent. I like uh, I like to be positive. That's always been my 
my men, 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 sort of mother's op, op, operandi and uh, uh, with Tony Brook when I was my manager you know he, he once said to me you know Dennis I just want, start, want you to start wide and go away and then go away and cause some trouble Was was football simpler then do you think though? Uh, no it was just different you had different it's kind different, of players yeah. we, we had a probably not so many foreign players so it means a little bit of more challenge for the managers and the coaches <clears throat> to help them understand what they're trying to do um, but, and, and also the managers in my, my period they had a little bit Longer, longer time to get the thing right. Dennis, it's an absolute pleasure to speak to you. Um, having seen you play, um, can you have you got any fond memories of playing against Chelsea? Not really, because uh, <laughs> you know we we didn't play too too often against Chelsea. Strange enough, because. Um, which the, the best one. The best one. We had a, a square hat trick against Chelsea. Oh God! At, uh, at Main Road, yeah. Um, very, very early on, we beat them six-two, and I managed to nick a hat trick, which was very nice. And how, how do you see it going on Sunday? I mean, you you obviously watch your football. Um, I mean, City. It seems to me that City have lost a slight bit of the invincibility over the last two seasons. They seem slightly more vulnerable, but um, I can't say that. I'm, that Chelsea fill me with a huge amount of confidence. So how, how do you think it's going to go? Well, I wouldn't say they've lost a bit of confidence. I think they've, they've just developed, they've changed, personnel have changed. So uh, perhaps I would adapt, adapt slightly different um, approach to the game. You know, we've had two or three players coming differently every season. He has to, um, what I call, e- evolve his team yeah. based on the players he brings in and their skills and, and their, their uh, qualities. You know, I'm not sure whether um, Chelsea have done that as well as we've done over the last three years. I think the thing is that, uh, for me, the main difference between the two clubs, I mean, obviously they've got a very similar recent history with money coming in and the clubs evolving in that way, is that, that City have done it in a much more structured way. They brought they brought in the backroom people before they got Pep um, and they're doing it in an ordered way, whereas Chelsea have always done it in this scattergun approach. Every time they've won something, rather than build and evolve like City are doing it, they seem to cut off the supply to the manager. They don't seem to to help them. Um, I I don't know if you agree, but it seems to me that's the main difference between the two clubs. Well, it is a strategy that um, the owners at Chelsea have have, um, developed over the last 10 years. Not many managers stay much more than two and a half seasons. You know, they they seem to be think it's, it works for them. Uh, but sometimes a little bit of stability and unity amongst a group of players, and understanding of who's playing next to you. Um, because with, with due respect, uh, England footballers are very simple people. You know, got high levels of skill. You know, but uh, you, you try not to overcomplicate what you're asking them to do. Unfortunately, we have a an American approach to our games now with all this this money ball thing where we've now got all the stats and video analysis I tell my presenters in my my conferences uh, it's no good trying to give the too many too much information to the end user because the audience will only take three or four presentation uh, information bits of information out your presentation don't give them ten and I was always saying beware of information overload make sure they understand and you're giving them exactly what they need not what you want to give them Uh, and I've read uh, Alex Ferguson's book on leading and he makes a similar comment except he calls it I call it information overload he calls it data overload and what he said he said what's the good of giving a player all the video the data analysis and stats 
if you get sent off in the first minute. <laughs> it's more heart and mind and man management um, with some players. You know, if you look in a, in a, um, a dressing room now, you've got 23, 24 players. You probably get three or four are bright, three or four sort of 50% bright, and the rest across the line don't know what time of day it is, but they've got <laughs> such a high level of natural skill and ability, uh, they can perform at the highest level. So that, that contrast of different groups of people in the dressing room is a challenge for the manager to get across a team, a team system and a team understanding. So he has to keep the, 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 the basics simple. Who are the brightest in the city side then? What, in ours? Yeah. Well, well certainly you've got Fernandinho, because he's a master. You've got David Slee, you've got Kevin De Bruyne. And I think Aguero's come on great in the last, since Pep's been there. Aguero was an out-and-out uh, box, box player. But now you can see him thinking about where he's running, what he's doing, and that's all down to Pep's um, development. Um, but certainly we've got, you know, you can see what John Stones is learning from Vinnie Company. You know, you can see what they're coming on. And you can see as the, the what I call the, uh, the, the development and the evolution of the team. Um, everybody understands in what you call the, the um, so the, the various development of each individual positions. What do you think uh, is going to happen on Sunday? What do you think the score is going to be? I think first goal is important. You know, if we get the first goal, you know, could be uh, could be interesting. But I'm not sure which which system Sarri's going to play. I'm not sure which team's going to which Chelsea team's going to turn up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and also, you know, there's a lot of speculation this week talking about uh, Eden Hazard saying he knows what he's going to do at the end of the season. Well, well no, in uh, fact, that was an old story. That was two months ago. That story. It's just been oh, it's been are. it's been uh, pumped up by the media. So um, uh, I, I'm, I, he played very well with. Higuain the other day um, yeah, better than he has been did you watch that I think he's been, been excellent yeah, yes he has been excellent but I, I think at least they've now got a goal scorer I think so that might be uh, an interesting and also this, uh, this allows Hazard to, to play literally in the number 10 position which is a, he's such a good player if he plays in that number 10 he gets in the, little, the, the little holes between the lines yeah. you know and Fernandinho doesn't pick him up um, you know he could, could, could cause problems and without question Higuain is a very good he's got very good movement in the last 35 yards of the pitch and the attacking third his movement is good he's a bit like Aguero he doesn't make 50, uh, 50 30 to 50 yard runs but he makes 10 yards 5 yards 10 yards but he just cr- creates a little space for himself and that's what we've got to be careful of because he makes little runs in between defenders into little gaps and if uh, if Chelsea have got the ball 35 yards out from goal with Hazard on the ball you know can slot these balls into him so it could be interesting because Kante is even doing that now yeah it's a change for Chelsea to have a, a, a goal scorer, really, a proper goal scorer, somebody who just seems to see the goal and have a go, like Aguero does. Somebody well, who's an, an experienced ins- one. Yeah, yeah. An experienced somebody who's proven, who's proven himself. Somebody who's instinctive. Yeah, that, that, the beauty about being instinctive is, is his natural movement. Yeah. That's what causes... Because defenders like to see the man they're marking. If he's flashing left and right across them and flashing left and right then behind them, you know, it, it's a distraction and they can lose a concentration and that's where Higuain has a strength. Dennis, you've been absolutely marvellous. I know yeah, these two gentlemen so in the Dennis. studio are, are, are... They feel very priv- uh, privileged to, to, to have had you on. Uh, but no thank problem. you so no much. No problem, man. I hope you guys enjoy the Sunday game. Right. Thank, thank you very much, much, Dennis. What a gentleman. Thank you. Thank you so uh, much. Dennis Stewart, former Manchester City winger there with us on Love Sport Radio. We are going to be talking quiz next. Giving your team the coverage they deserve. Love Sport Radio. 
You just should have seen how fast. As soon as, as soon as this like this track came in, how fast these two stuck their headphones on. Absolutely world class. Talking about my generation. My generation. Do you know what we haven't had from him today? Is you know you know the R and B soul singer. The R R B soul like you know. Anyway, anyway, can I just say, wonderful it's to hear. It's a competition. What, no, wait, wait, wonderful to hear from Dennis Chirp, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was very player. good. Very, very player. good. Wonderful to hear what a player. From, from Dennis Chirp. Can I just say, from feast or from famine to feast. So, we've now had three, quite a few responses to quiz. To quiz? To, to quiz. quiz. So, can I, can I, um, can I tell you? Can, I, can we have a, can we have some guesses? Right. Can, I, can I have a guess? Yeah, go on. Um, so there's one who I'm not sure about. Mm-hmm. There's one who I'm sure about, mm-hmm. and one who's just obvious. Go on. Tal Ben Haim is obvious. Mm-hmm. The one I'm sure about is Danny Granville because I told you I buy I used to buy him on Championship yep. Andrew 102. Yep. The one I'm sure about is uh, is now the president of Liberia. Yes. George Ware is someplace a Celtic. Correct. Did he ever say... Yeah, I remember him playing for Chelsea. Vaguely remember him at City. Vaguely. Yep, yep, yep. So, yep, we've had... uh, Yep. Eddie McCready, 1977. Standard. Big up. Come up. Trumpage. uh, And we have... Shall I read them all? You can read read out some of the tweets. Read out some of the tweets. Okay, so... He's given us a few. Colin Viljern. Ooh. Willie Caballero. Played for oh. Ipswich. Colin Viljern played for as well. Yes, he did. Danny Granville. Yeah, we of course played. <laughs> Who's that? Sorry. Danny Granville. <laughs> g- g- Granville. Danny g- g- Granville. Who, of course, won a uh, European Cup Winners' Cup medal with Chelsea. <coughs> yes, he did. In, uh, and I think you'll find he got sent off in the final. Danny Granville. Yep. Uh, or was no. Dan Petrescu got sent off in the Dan final. Dan Petrescu. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so we digress. Um, Clive Allen. Mm-hmm. He's got a wonderful volleyed goal, didn't he, for Chelsea, Clive Allen? Gordon Davis. Yeah, played for Fulham. Yeah. Uh, Fulham's record goal scorer. Wayne Bridge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ke- Kevin De Bruyne. Mm-hmm. Somebody called Frank Lampard. I'm not sure I've heard of him. Daniel Sturridge. Sean Wright Filippo. Have we mentioned Terry Phelan? <laughs> we we haven't, but I was about to. George Weir. Liberian International. Over there. Scott Sinclair. <laughs> David Rowcastle. <laughs> Terry Phelan. And Nicholas Anilka. Have we mentioned Derek Kevin? We haven't, but I was just about to. Are you going on to the main list? Uh, yes. 
Go on then, switch up. Can, who, who, who are we shouting out the people so actually the, the only, Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay, so I have, I have I mean, received there, yeah. tweets from Tony Hanscom. Big up. Tinker. Shout out. <laughs> Phil James. Big up, my man. No lesser man than Joe Tweedy. Big, big up. What's he done? Aurelius well? FC. Shout out. Yep. Phil James again. James Evo 10. Oi, oi. John Pearson. Martin Ramsey. Big up. Rory. Nice one. Stamford Chige, I think that is. Stamford Chige. Who? I thought that's some form of dip. <laughs> Mitch. Shout out. Cryptoriana. Oi, oi. Sarri Balls. Big up. Can we say Sarri Balls? Go for it. Okay. And that's it. Nice one. That's and Eddie, great. Eddie, Eddie McCready, 1977. Yeah. I said him at the beginning. Shout he, he's he's yeah. uh, done a huge con- contribution. So basically, that's everybody apart from Derek Kevin, who you just said. And there's one more. Lauren Chavez. Mm. Oh, from Newcastle as well, didn't yeah, he? Did Kevin Hitchcock ever play for City? Nah. Mm. He was in the he was on the coaching staff though when Spark Mark, yeah, when Mark he, Spot, where, wherever Spot Mark F1. goes. Yep, he goes. And Eddie Alphabet. Yeah. Soup. So yeah, good effort. Thanks for all the uh, contributions after Thank you for your contribution. After begging them. Thank you. Begging them. Begging. Can you thank them for their contribution, please, Jonathan? Thank you for your contribution. <laughs> Mighty. Um, <laughs> Wise words. Right. <laughs> it's got to the point of the night where Kiddo's thinking about pasta. Funny enough, I was. I knew it. I knew it. He's thinking about pasta. Are you having pasta? I am. Standard. 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 Don't know. No, normal people have fish and chips. He's having pasta. Bit of fish. Got fish in it. Got tuna. Yeah. Yeah. Clayton, you're a pasta man. I love pasta. Standard. I, I love pasta. I love it. Surely. I love like pasta. Um, anyway, uh, let's have some of your memories past City Chelsea games. Okay, so one of my favourite games of all time was Ugh. Manchester. Sorry, am I keeping you up? Mate? Yeah, you were, but yeah. Ow! Manchester City 2, Chelsea 3. Remember that game? It was when we won second division. And we went, Manchester City were in the hunt as well. And we went up there, we went 3-0 up, and we ended up winning 3-2. Tony Drago ran from the halfway line to score. We wore that horrible red and I remember white that goal. hooped kit. Yes, it was peculiar, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I wonder who came up with that. Uh, I think it was Umbro. I might be wrong. Yeah, I think it was. Um, but that that was one of my favourite games. We've also got the full Members' Cup final. Yeah, I was there. Uh, weren't we all? 5-4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute yeah. bonkers game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have to say, I didn't, it, I, it didn't give me the status. I wasn't fooled into believing we've won a cup. But it was the first time we'd been at Wembley for yeah, a long time. Yeah, I like that, but yeah. nonetheless, I didn't... I know, it was I, all I a didn't bit. come away thinking, no. wow. I came away thinking... Yeah. And... So what about you? you uh, what Chelsea Man City games can you think of? <laughs> I remember going to a, um, a Man City game and getting um, uh, Mike Doyle's autograph okay. in 1968, this would have been, 69, okay. 69, okay. and he asked me where the nearest park was. The nearest park? Why? Did yeah. he want to take you? <laughs> You've told the story before. No, I have. Yeah, no, not me. Um, he asked me where, yeah, because he, uh, there was rather a, an attractive young lady there with him at the time. And I directed him to Eelbrook Common. And, uh, <laughs> but, um, and he said, thanks very much, kidder. 
And I thought, he knows my name. Oh, dear, oh, dear. And, um, and that was also, that was the era of Colin Bell and Tony Book. What a um, fantastic team. I was going to say something, but I'm not going to. No. What a fantastic team that was. It was great. Manchester City. Yeah. 69. Another game that I remember is not a good one is we it was the year after we won the cup in 1970 so it would have been 1971 we played Manchester City at home in the FA Cup in either the third or the fourth round and they beat us 3-0 and I remember I was with my dad and my granddad and my granddad who was a Millwall fan and we left about 10 minutes early as you did in those days Um, and the woman Mary Bell you know the old Man City fan there was a woman who used to go to all the games she had like a school bell she used to ring and she was sitting in the same we were sitting in the old West Stand and I remember as we were leaving I was crestfallen because our cup had we hadn't been able to defend it and my grandfather was killing himself laughing why? Because he's a Millwall fan and he thought it was very, thought it was very funny. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you know what one that one that stands out for me is um, the the Wayne Bridge John Terry game where Man City wore that and Tevez scored the most. Uh, I'm going to use a word that's used by by the youth now. Buki. He scored the bookiest of buki goals where it just slipped past the goalkeeper. Do you, do you remember that? Yeah, he yeah. missed it and it went in. It, com- it was and uh, yeah. Craig Bellamy scored as well. And there was all sorts of interviews scored. afterwards, weren't there? Craig Bellamy talking about John Terry in the interviews. I remember that quite clearly. That was quite four two. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm trying to think. Are we going? Another game. Yeah. Another game I liked was the. Um, I went up to Main Road and Hullet scored in the last few minutes. Can I, can like I have that. your predictions? Uh, predictions? Um, I said 1-1 one, one before, and I'm likely to carry on, I think, with 1-1. One, one, one. However, I think it'll be 3-3 three, three, or 2-2. Two, two. Clayton? I think it'll be 1-0. OK. I'm going 1-2 to the Chelsea. Oh, I reckon Chelsea are going to beat him. Uh, gentlemen, please. Uh, well, Sheffield United have uh, Sheffield United have grabbed a second, but I was going to say, please vacate from the nearest exit and take all r- rubbish and personal belongings with you. Thank you, uh, Clayton, and thank you. Charles. Pleasure, mate. I think I've got some tissues here to put them in the bin. No, just leave them there. That's lovely. All right. Five five eight a.m. Love sport. It's the ninetieth minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.